Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Red Flags, My Sweet Girlfriend and Her Dark Past. Well, this is an interesting email. So I, the guy's 25, the girl's 26. I don't know how long they were dating before he found out all this stuff about her past, but he they've shared everything and so this particular guy says he's been through the audiobook of three percent man 40 times but he's only read it about two times and so he got involved with this girl i don't know i don't remember how or if he even said but they've been dating for a while and so come to find out her body count again she's 26 is over 35 there was a an ex-boyfriend she had an only fans account but supposedly there weren't any nudes or anything like that people are like ah sure Corey." it's like i'm just giving you the data because we got to look at what we got here so we can make an intelligent informed decision because this guy's in a relationship with this girl and he's trying to decide should i stay with her or should i go because she hasn't done anything at least that i've seen that's glaring to show that she lacks character she's very honest and forthcoming She's been into self-help. She came from a broken family. She worked as a waitress, working topless for up two years. And then she supposedly, here's the big one, worked as an escort for two months but only had two clients. I know what you guys are thinking. Everybody's laughing in the comments now. but so Because the, the old joke is, is that for guys, when they tell you what their body count is, you cut it in half. For women, you double or triple it. So if she's saying her body count's 35, it could be as high as 100, potentially. We just don't know. We It's, it's all based upon her character. Somebody that's an escort for two months, having sex for money, only had two clients. Does that sound believable? If they're doing it for two months, they only had, unless these were repeat clients and they kept them busy. So I don't know. I don't know what the story is. You guys have been on the dating apps, especially dating apps like Hinge. You've noticed in the last several years that there's a lot of girls on there that are act like they're there to date, but really what they're looking for is the gullible guys that have more money than common sense. And they basically want to get paid to hang out and date and have sex with these guys. So maybe it was something like that. And typically in those situations, the girls coming over, hanging out with the guy for $1,000, $2,000 a week. Something like that could keep a girl busy for the two months, but we don't know. So there's obviously these are some of the red flags, but keep in mind, this guy's already in the relationship. It's easy for us sitting here to watch it. Just go, she belongs to the streets. So in these situations, because these things are going to happen, you, you get down the road and then you kind of get a full picture of what you're really dealing with. It's easy for us sitting on the outside who, because we don't have any emotional ties this one way or another. To just say, Phew. but we got to look at, and because I always say, we've got to judge a person by their actions, not their words. And so far, I mean, this is a little bit longer email than, than most, but there's a lot of good detail in here. So let's go through it and see what we can see together. He says, hey, Corey, my name is Bob. I'm 25, living right here on Earth. Oh, congratulations, Earthling. My first email sent your way was titled, Am I being tested? Should I back off or both? A little over a year ago. 
Since then, I made a lot of progress. While I've only read the book twice, come on, man, he says. I did at least highlight the absolute fuck out of it. Well, I just said the F word, so there goes the demonetization on Facebook. Have referred back to it in bits and pieces many times and have listened to the audio version at least 40 times by now. Your work has been the foundation to my success. Thank you very much. I've done quite a lot of practice over the past year and a half dating and especially out in the bars and nightclubs becoming familiar with women socially and intimately. As a consequence of all this preparation, well, remember what we said about what Confucius said. Success depends upon prior preparation. And without said preparation, there's sure to be failure. So he got prepared. And then when his opportunity came, he did well. But we're trying to determine if he made a good choice. When the most recent opportunity to make my move on a beautiful woman presented itself, I went for the gold and passed with flying colors. Well, almost. So I met this gorgeous woman. Her name is Jessica. She's 26, and we met in class studying together. We both work full-time and study part-time. I got talking to her pretty quickly, and about a month later, I was able to nail down a walk, just me and her, after class one day and lined up a date night for the following week. We got talking about ourselves, and the common interest between us was health and fitness. I mentioned that I was into lifting weights and indoor rock climbing and invited her along. This took some of the surprise out of the mix, but still kept at it, kept it exciting as she'd never been before. Coincidentally... She happened to live in a neighboring suburb to the one club that I had been parking my car at before catching the train into the city for a class. During our time together, she proceeded to mention that she didn't have a car and I was welcome to park my car in her unit's car space. You can park your car in my garage anytime, baby. We That just took me back to a girlfriend I completely forgot about. Thanks for the memory. <laughs> I thought of that forever. And no, I'm not going to share. We spent no more than an hour together that afternoon. And later that evening, I received a text that said, quote, Thanks for catching the ferry without me or with me. Without any hesitation on my part. Or initi- any initiation on my part, my bad. I'd also noticed that every week when I got a class, she would never fail to make eye contact with me and give me a rather big smile with a somewhat extended amount of eye contact. So he's taking his time as somebody he sees in class. She's checking him out. She's on the other side of the classroom. It's These are kind of fun because you can kind of just let them happen. But if you sit there and you have staring contests and you hesitate and you don't engage her in conversation, you just stare she will determine you're a beta. If you smile, I mean, you chatter up and talk, maybe you're selective, maybe you're taking your time, maybe you're taken, but you're happy to talk to a pretty fair maiden just to see what she's like. He says, I set a definite time, which she complied to, picked her up, and off we went to rock climbing gym. It was heaps of fun. I was totally calm, cool, collected, confident, and steered the conversation in a lighthearted and positive direction and took the lead on everything without being pushy or stubborn. I kept her doing 70 and 80% of the talking and I basically followed your book to a T. And after climbing, I drove her back to her place. We were talking about grabbing dinner and playfully said, so dinner's on you back at your place, right? And she said, I've actually got some leftovers from last night. 
You're welcome to come in and share them. Ooh. I'm sure that's all she wanted to share. After we finished eating, I went for the kiss. And right after that, we took it straight to the bedroom. Hit a home run on the first date. She proceeded to tell me this and that about how she had been curious and interested since we first met. It's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. So he didn't sit there and stare at her creepily and then never approached her. He smiled, he chatted, but he took his time. And it made her wonder, why hasn't he made a move? Why hasn't he asked me out? Does he have a girlfriend? Maybe he doesn't like me. So things come to, they're looking pretty good. I didn't stay over that night. She flaked on me the next time I set a date with her, said she'd forgotten that she made other plans. She apologized the next day and hasn't flaked on me since. Well, that's good. You always look what people do, not what they say, and that's what we're going to have to do in this particular case. We began dating regularly, and she mentioned that she only likes to date one person at a time but didn't hold me to it. I was having such a good time with her that I only really wanted to see her. To see her. Slowly, we started seeing each other more often each week. Getting to class late became a recurring problem. No explanation required there. That's very naughty. Extracurricular study activities. I took her out to multiple different places almost every time I saw her and still do. I plan things sometimes based on hints she gives me about what she's interested in and have surprised her a few times with epic date nights and adventures, especially on her birthday more recently. Setting, up, setting things up so as to become an unfolding of the evening like you described in the book sure does make for a great time together. She started showing signs of a nine interest level about two months in. And about a month after that, she subtly brought up exclusivity, which I picked up on and sealed the deal. It's been four months since then. Okay, so it's six months total. And things have been going pretty smoothly, and they still are. Now for the messy stuff. Dun, dun, dun. She's opened up a lot about herself while we've been together. So this guy's spent half a year with her. So it's not easy just... Pull the plug. It's easy for us to sit here and go, oh yeah, she belongs in the streets. But we got to look at her actions. Because sometimes you don't find these things out. Like he found this stuff out about six months in, apparently. He says, mostly before we became exclusive, but also after. And there have been a few concerning bits and pieces of information. So we'll go through them in order. These are all a bunch of bullet points. He says, she comes from a broken family. She was kicked out of her mom's place when she was 17. She never really had a relationship with her dad until more recently. Both her parents remarried when she was really young. She worked as a topless waitress at parties over a two-year period and worked as an escort over a two-month period where she slept with two guys. Two guys. Only two. You can just imagine what the comments are like. Do you guys believe that it was only two? Was it 20, 200, or was it really two? She was an alcoholic in her early 20s for a few years. She's had five boyfriends before me. None of them ever really dated her or took her out anywhere. But yet, she still was in a relationship with them. Isn't that interesting? Only thing that matters is how they feel about you. One of them died from a drug overdose administered by someone else. Sounds like she made great choices in the past. 
One of them she dated for a year, and that ended when she found out he was seeing other people the whole time and had basically been lying to her about his entire life. Well, those things will happen when there's no strong dad or masculine presence to guide her. She's got to figure it out on her own. One of them is a 110-kilogram MMA fighter on steroids who was pulling doors out and throwing shit around until they lived together before she left him and got her own place. He also sold drugs to help make a living. He sounds like a delightful human. That one was last year, so I sure do hope I don't have anyone coming after me. If I did, it probably would have happened by now, so I'm not too worried anymore. He crashed her car when they were together, and she sold it for the money required to get her new place. He cheated on his ex with her when they started a relationship, but she didn't even find out until months later when they were settled in together. She told me her body count is around 35. Well, what's the verdict, guys? Do you believe her or not? She's on her phone all the time. She was terrible with money and didn't keep any savings from her prior years. She becomes anxious easily and used to suffer from pretty severe anxiety attacks. She also tends to be a little insecure about how she looks. She needs a bit of reassurance when she gets worried about things. Again, this is what happens when there's no daddy. No daddy in the household. She often jokingly asks me things like, Do you hate me? Or, Are you sure you still love me? In which case, I just reassure her, then we're all good. She created an OnlyFans account with her ex, her last ex, because he wanted to and posted provocative images on there without showing any actual nudity or pornographic content. She told me they filmed that stuff privately for themselves but didn't post it anywhere. So it's out there. <clears throat> the account was still open after we were exclusive, but it had totally been act inactive for a while. And I told her to completely delete it ASAP, and she did. The important thing is she did. She deleted it. Because we've had plenty of emails over the last several months where women are in these situations and they get caught and they say, oh yeah, I'm going to delete that dating profile. Yeah, I'm going to delete that OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm going to delete my Seeking Arrangement account and yet it's still active. So in this case, she's deleted it. To round it all off, I haven't exactly done everything perfectly either. She knows all about my sexual history. Gentlemen, don't kiss and tell. It's in the book, bro. And I've thrown around plenty of unnecessary bits and pieces of information that I would have been better off keeping to myself. You slipped up. It happens. I guess that's what happens when you only read the book two times, right? Well, that's on you, bro. She told me that she used to do modeling photo shoots and had a lot of pictures on her Instagram. She's since cleaned it all up. She has 5,000 followers and quite regularly gets DMs from all kinds of people trying to shoot their shots. She gets asked out pretty often too. She tells me about all of them. An incident arose a couple of months ago where I asked if I could see her Instagram DMs and check out all those messages. She offered no resistance and I had to look through them with her. Well, you can always delete those. so It could have been the sanitized version. But the fact that you just out of the blue asked her and she says, sure. That's a good, that's better than her going, why do you want to see it? This is my private stuff. You can't see it. It's not for you. You're just insecure. I discovered she was actively talking to six other guys who were supposedly just friends, some of them exchanging messages one every one or two weeks, others almost on a daily basis. 
There was one guy in particular she had been talking to regularly who was sending her heaps of flowery bullshit with love heart emojis and stuff like that, and she was doing it back. You say he's just a friend, but you say he's just a friend. Ooh. <laughs> I know you guys love my singing voice. I read through stacks of it before I checked out his profile, which is just filled with pictures of him almost naked from all of his modeling shoots. I asked her, what the fuck? I'm definitely demonetized now. She was doing and can't believe I actually had to explain why it was inappropriate to be communicating with guys like this actively. Well, again, no dad to teach her these things. She explained that she'd been friends with all of these guys for at least a year, some longer, and never saw them in person. Well, they're not really friends. They're kind of digital pen pals who obviously have the thirst for your girl. They have the thirst at least not one-on-one. -on -one. The message history proves this to be true based on what I could see. I went through heaps of it. I told her never to initiate contact with them and only reply if they contacted her first. I also said that if it was her, I wouldn't be talking to them at all. I checked up on her about a week or so later and she told me she stopped contacting them because it made me so uncomfortable. A good woman will do that. She'll say, I'm going to respect my boyfriend's boundaries because I don't want to lose this dude. I checked her phone a few times since, and she appears to be keeping her word. Trust but verify, as Ronald Reagan said. It's all we can do. Now on to the brighter side of things. So after that truckload of like, oh, my God, holy shit. Holy shit, Batman, that's a lot of red flags. Holy, holy red flags, Batman. She's confidently told me that she never cheated on her partners. She said when she's had enough, she ends the relationship and moves on. She took time alone to herself to process things after her last relationship ended and didn't plan on getting into another one anytime soon. That changed when I came along because things went so well. And of course, you're just an awesome human being because you got a great coach. She's super ambitious. She's already opened a business on the side and is creating an income using the skills and qualifications from the course we just finished together. She's held down her new job for this entire year and has a promising plan for where she wants to take it over the next few years. She lives alone. We hang out at her place all the time. It's kept neat, tidy, and in order. That's important. She's working hard in the gym and wants to compete in a girl's bodybuilding competition next year. Just don't get too masculine because then she'll start looking like a dude. Such a turnoff. She's ambitious about building up wealth through a property portfolio and wants to have a loving family in the future. She's done an exceptional job at managing her finances over the entire year. She seems to be open and honest about everything. She's told me all about herself and doesn't seem like she's hiding anything. She's heaps of fun to hang out with. She's got a good sense of humor, and we laugh and banter really well together. She enjoys spending time with me and doing things I love to do, like training, spending time in nature, and going out to places here and there for fun. She's really good and bad. Well, obviously, she had a little experience. And absolutely gorgeous. He sent a picture, and she is. And he's a handsome dude, too. He kind of looks like, uh, if you ever saw the Superman, the one in the 90s, I think the one with Terry Hatcher. I think that's the one. No, no, not that one. A different one, the one that came after that. He looks like that Superman guy. He says, we have, so it's not going to be hard for him to find somebody else if he has to move on. We have sex two to three times per week on average, sometimes more especially when it kicked off 
never lasts. She's extremely kind to me. That's super important. Proves to be very reasonable and she has a very supportive nature. She's a great communicator. If I ask her to do something for me, she does. She cooked really nice food for us, helped me out with errands, and got me things I needed when I asked her to. Even surprised me with a logo she'd made for business I'm just starting to put together. She doesn't smoke or take drugs. She is focused on her health and fitness. While we go out from time to time together, it's no longer a major part of our lives, which is refreshing. She never yells at me, reacts in extreme ways, or starts arguments. Super important. Easy going, easy to get along with, right? The most that tends to happen is that she needs to vent about something on her mind that's bothering her. There was one instance where she was extremely pissed off with me about something and it still did not become an argument. I use the communication skills outlined in the relationship phase of the book and everything gets resolved without much trouble, if any, at all. Well, when a woman feels heard and understood, the legs open. And when they don't, the legs close. And she's able to communicate without turning into a hothead. That's a good sign. She's put a lot of work into herself through therapy. Now, most people will not do that, so that's a plus as well, as well as different avenues of self-help over the years. She has overcome so much of the trouble that affected her in the past. It's a common interest between both of us. We both really appreciate the resources and information we share with each other. When she starts inquiring about how I was able to create such a loving, effortless relationship between the two of us, I informed her of your book. The one with this handsome man on it, of course. She was really impressed and has since mentioned or referred your work to a few friends as well as one of her work colleagues. Well, thank you to the missus. Much appreciated. Referrals are always appreciated. The title of this email is a bit of an oxymoron. Despite all the red flags, I haven't actually had to do much to help her out. Her attraction level towards me appears to be in the 9 to 10 range and so is mine towards her. I love her and she loves me too and she's told me that I'm the best boyfriend she's ever had and this is the first time she's had such a healthy relationship. No one feels smothered or underappreciated. We're both comfortable having space from each other without creating any drama. Very, very important. Time spent on the phone is kept to a minimum and everything gets shared when we see each other in person. We always have such a good time together. I put a lot of work into building a stable, supportive relationship with her. When I look to the future, I only see things getting even better than they already are. She's also easily the most beautiful woman I've ever slept with. She is sexy as hell. My body count is eight, and she is the most recent. It would totally break my heart to end this relationship, and if I do, I am simply not going to find someone else who is ready, open, available, with a high interest as is kind, sexy, fun, loving, and supportive of her. It won't happen right away. It takes time. It might, but in my experience, it always takes way longer than you expect. You're probably going to be waiting a few years for that to happen. But maybe not. Maybe your number is up. Maybe you're a little further in line than the rest of us who have experienced the ebbs and flows of life. Great loves, great friends, great business opportunities. They don't come along very often. He says, I've had one of the best years of my life to date being with her. However, I cannot comfortably continue seeing her without consulting you on the matter. I've listened to plenty of your email newsletters. We have mentioned guys just like me in situation with girls that have completely underlined their man's trust and ruined their lives or severely waste their time and energy. There was one you answered recently about a guy that found out his girlfriend was actively cheating on him three years into their relationship. 
when he found pictures on her computer and had previously suspect, suspected no, nothing. Well, suppose that particular email, she he found the pictures, the nudes that she had kept, and it was in her cloud. And so, obviously, what was going on there, she claimed it had only happened one time, and she never told him because she knew he would dump her, which he did once he found out. And what I mentioned, the fact that she kept all those pictures, even though she supposed he's in a relationship, she kept the incriminating evidence. So that told me on, told me on some level she just really liked that guy. She's in a relationship with somebody else, but she still goes back because the tab was open on her computer, and that's how he ended up seeing it, and she had passed out. And so she has these open, even though things are great in their relationship, looking at her having sex with this other guy. So it's not like she's deleting that and moving on. She's having some kind of fantasy. Who knows? Maybe she's still talking to the guy. doesn't really matter because that chick belonged to the streets. I honestly seriously doubt that anything like this is going on with my relationship, but how will I ever actually know? Time and repetition. you got to spend enough time with her and see what she's really like. And you've only been with her six months. It's still early. The guy in that email probably felt just the same way I did before he found out what was unknowingly happening to him. I honestly don't care what she's done before. I just need to be able to feel confident that the relationship is being built on as stable as a base as I feel it is. Trust but verify, right? Well, so far... I haven't seen any behavior that would show that she's still this person. She seems to be operating with integrity, which these other emails have not. Like the girl who supposedly just cheated one time, but she still had all the pictures open. She still cheated. Three years the dude gave to her. Never, ever a red flag. No problem ever. She cheated. And if those pictures would not have been there, he would have never discovered them. And he would have never known. And he probably would have married that girl. And she'd have got away with it. Unless he eventually found her cheating before. You just don't know. You do the best you can. You got to collect all the data you can so you can make an intelligent, informed decision. I can choose to stay and continue building up the loving relationship that I have. Or I can choose to go slowly build my game back up and prepare for the next potential partner I may find. However long that may take. I love her. I don't want to let her go. Just because she comes from the streets, does that really mean... She still belongs there. Well, if she belongs there, she'll behave that way. And I haven't seen any behavior since she's been with you that would show that that's still part of her life. It seems like she values you based on her actions. And the fact she's so open with her phone and everything else, it's, as Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. That's all you can do. This particular case, it's just this one only, because she's been so forthcoming and open, I would give her a chance. But again, you got to trust but verify. It's only been six months. People can hide who they are for about the first 90 days. So you're about three months and kind of seeing the real her. What happens six months or a year from now or two years? Then you can make an intelligent, informed decision. So you just, all you can do is see how it goes. Take it day by day. Live in the present moment because that's the only moment that really is exists anyway. So from what you shared, it looks like that part of her life she's left behind she's gone through therapy she's done the work on herself 97 percent of the people ain't gonna do that she is doing that so if it was me if i was in your shoes and i had the same experience as you had i would give her the benefit of the doubt until she screws it up that's all you can really do because based on her actions and the fact that she's always done right by you warrants she's earned an, she's earned 
your continued openness to her continuing to prove herself to you that she is this person that she's been representing and doesn't have all these weird secrets going on on the side like a burner phone or something like that. But you don't know. If she is that, eventually at some point she's going to slip up and you will find out. And if that does happen, I assume you'll be sending a future email in. So if you got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.